1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard The League Cup final is just four days away But the Premiership takes centre stage tonight With Rangers at Aberdeen Celtic have home comforts against Hamilton Ackies As they look to stay on top And St Mirren against Motherwell The other standout fixture with a full card in the top flight I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi Yeah, a brilliant card, Gordon As you said, the, the game of the night undoubtedly Petorji, Aberdeen against Rangers at Celtic Park Celtic will want to keep a hold of their place at the top of the league and, and goal difference St Mirren looking to find points Tough game against Motherwell St Johnson as well At the bottom Trying to uh, survive Hearts 2 Big game at home to Livingston With a new manager set to come in And then Five sleeps to go To the cup <laughs> Final on Sunday The first piece Of silverware The madness is just one sleep away into the build up for that <laughs> Jim Duffy it's a big night for the one game at a time brigade because try telling mm. that to Stephen Gerrard or Neil Lennon if Alfredo Morelos goes down injured or if someone mm. gets a straight red card it's all well and good saying the Premiership takes centre stage and it does mm. but you can't help but keep keep looking ahead yeah of course I mean listen you know with, with both teams neck and neck one goal in it it's at the top they're both fanning all cylinders uh, you know you, you, you look forward to the games if you're players but you know, you, you you wouldn't be it wouldn't be natural if you couldn't have won, you know, one eye towards the cup final on Sunday. You know, I mean, I, I, absolutely. I think Celtic on paper, um, you know, could maybe have the game wrapped up earlier. In which case, is they may be able to to flip the squad a little bit as well, uh, and 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 perhaps uh, if if they don't, Neil Lennon said he's going to go strong. But if they get in a good position, they could then make changes. Whereas I think obviously Rangers going up to Petrodri. Listen, a fantastic result last time. Ibrox was at five 0 but going up to Petrodri is generally a very competitive match. So you would think Rangers will have more questions asked of them um, um, this evening. So yeah, we're looking forward to a, a great night uh, tonight and a lot of matches. As you said, both both ends of the table. What a night we have in store. Who should play? Who should be wrapped in cotton wool? How do you see tonight going? How does that feed into the bigger picture? Of what's at stake this week You tell us on the phones 01419511025 And on Twitter At Clyde SSB Aberdeen Rangers Celtic Hamilton Hearts Livingston Kilmarnock St Johnston Ross County Hibs And St Mirren Motherwell So every single team involved If you're a fan of the top flight You must have something on your mind Let's hear it 01419511025 Let's start going around some of the grounds Ahead of the quarter to eight kickoffs. Dave Galloway Is at Aberdeen against Rangers well, Rangers come here, Gordon. Brim full of confidence, neck and neck with Celtic at the top of the table and unbeaten in 11 games in all competitions, eight of them wins. But the Aberdeen fans, they certainly don't appear to be too up for this one. We're expecting a crowd of around just 16,000 and that's over 4,000 short of a full house. Maybe that tells you something. Uh, interesting that Dave brings us that Mark Guidi I don't know if there is some sort of apathy Amongst the, the Aberdeen fans But this fixture is always one of the standouts On our yeah. card so Particularly like Pataudry You'll have seen many of them What is it about this fixture that makes it stand out for you? I mean you look just for example At last season the amount of red cards Controversy You know you looked at the, the, the constant battles With um uh, Alfredo Morelos and, and Scott McKenna. They then look at the, the you know the, the Ryan Jack factor as well, going back to his old club being a dominant force in the middle of part uh, for Rangers and just an actual rivalry that, that's you know boiled over for for more than what well, the best part of forty years. And now that's continued. You speak to Stephen Gerrard 
And he'll tell you that Aberdeen Razor game against Rangers Like no other Whether that's true or not Derek McInnes would, would dispute that Derek McInnes factor as well Who Rangers wanted as a manager two years ago And he said no uh, to them So there's all different elements to it But I think a Wednesday night Under the floodlights Live on the telly Rangers top of the table Or joint top of the table Aberdeen I think With a wee bit to prove this season against Rangers You can see that you've shown a wee bit more uh, Grit and determination um, I think it's got the makings of an absolute belter And Could be a busy one for the referee yeah, I mean, I think 16,000 is a good crowd, I have to be honest with you. You know, I know what uh, uh, was saying because, uh, you know, but it's not, it's a stage of the season where for Aberdeen, it's, they're, they're just trying to find real consistency. Um, but for Rangers, they'll, they'll take up, um, you know, a, a, a good, their, their, their ticket sales will, will, be, will be sold out. But uh, in terms of the Aberdeen supporters, I still think it's a healthy crowd. And, and as Mark said, in a Wednesday night under Floodlights TV, I think it'll be a terrific atmosphere. But uh, Aberdeen have to improve uh, against the, the you know the old firm you know they've, they've they've lost convincingly. But I suppose in the back of their minds they saw those two uh, terrific victories in the cups last year, and that tells you that uh, they're capable on their day of being very difficult to beat if they if they you know if they stay focused, stay concentrated, uh, and their organisation is there. They're very good at set plays, uh, and Rangers will just have to continue at the form they're on. Mm. If Rangers continue to play. Um, with the same um, flair and goal-scoring threat they've got, then that should be good enough to want to get all three points. But it will be a difficult game. Rangers fans, let's hear from you. Who should be wrapped in cotton wool tonight? Should anyone be wrapped in cotton wool tonight? Maybe not. Alfredo Morelos. Any doubt that he plays tonight ahead of Sunday? I don't know who else comes into that bracket. Maybe a Stephen Davis, a Ryan Kent. Does anyone get protected tonight because of Sunday? Or do they all play And you deal with that later You tell us 01419511025 Let's go to Celtic Park Ahead of Celtic Against Hamilton With Alison Conroy Well there will be no Odds and Edward For Celtic tonight Is he being dra- wrapped In cotton wool Or is he struggling He was back in full training Yesterday But Neil Lennon says He will not play Against Hamilton tonight Neither will Mohamed Ilianusi Johnny Hayes Or Bolly Bolingoli Who are all back In full training as well Livy and Cham Does come back And could start tonight. Celtic, 10 wins in a row in all competitions going into this match. Neil Lennon, of course, wouldn't talk about that cup final, but he will have those players all in his mind for Sunday. Hamilton Ackies, their last win came back on the 28th of September, and on Saturday at Livingston, they had no shots on target, so it could be a tough night for Livingston here as Celtic look to stay top of the Scottish Premiership. Yeah, Hamilton Ackies, the visitors to Celtic Park at Jim Duffy. I am fascinated about this odds Edward business mm. Hugh Keevans As Hugh Keevans does Is convinced He will not make it On Sunday Because he's analysed Neil Lennon's voice And he says he sounds Downbeat about it Gordon and Roger Last night Are convinced That Odson Edward Will play <laughs> On Sunday The only thing we know For sure is he won't Play tonight Yeah I mean But if he's in full training And he gets another Three or four days Under his belt Before um, the cup final Then I don't think There's any doubt <laughs> That he would play um, If he comes through Those um, with no reaction um, but you know, listening to, to Neil Lennon, listen, it's I don't think there's any <laughs> nothing downbeat about Neil Lennon at all at this moment, and that's down to the form of his team. I mean, both domestically and in Europe, they're in top form. They're scoring goals for fun. They're playing some terrific football, and they're looking solid defensively as well. So even with uh, you know one of his top players missing, well, more than that, because Elanusi's been one of the top mm-hmm. players recently as well. Um, then you know there's been no issues for Celtic. So I, I, I can I think he's very relaxed. Uh, and I'm not saying he won't be relaxed if, if, if there is an issue with Edward But I, I still think he'll be 
still relatively confident um, that he'll be available uh, for the weekend. He'll play. Odson Eduardo will start the game. Yeah. Whether he finishes the game or not, we don't know, but he'll start the game. Even if he's only 70%, Odson Edward will start the game because it's a one off tie. And yes, I know it's not like they need to hold him back for Europe. For, for one, they're through in Europe. Yeah, they've got a couple of difficult fixtures um, in the league during the month of December, of course. But this is the first piece of silverware. You want to try and win it. You want to go for the quadruple treble. I know it's something that's not really mentioned. I think it's probably a step too far. Um, but what you don't want to do if you're Celtic is give Rangers any encouragement. I mean, they've got plenty of encouragement so far mm-hmm. this season, the way they've been playing and going neck and neck for the title. But you don't want to give them any encouragement by by allowing Rangers to, to win on Sunday. So I'm 99% certain Edward will start. Uh, asking Rangers fans if anyone should be wrapped in cotton wool tonight. The obvious one you look to is Morelos, but with the nature of this fixture, can you see it? Can you see it with him? Can you see it with anyone? Oh, you, you can't wrap anybody in no. cotton wool tonight. Uh, God, the only thing you do is if somebody like, like an Edward situation on the other side, um, if somebody's not, you know, a hundred percent fit, I don't think you would risk anybody tonight. But anybody that's fit and wants to play available for selection, Stephen Gerrard must pick his strongest team tonight, and I'm certain that he will. Yeah, I mean, we talked we talk earlier on about uh, the league possibly going down to goal difference. But, so you can't risk losing points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, and these are the type of places that Rangers have to go and win. Pataudry is one of the toughest venues. I mean, I was at the Celtic game up there a few weeks ago and Celtic were 4-0 up at half-time and absolutely hammered Aberdeen. And Aberdeen took a fair bit of criticism for it. And, and I think rightfully so because they, they never laid a glove on, on Celtic that day. But they have improved since then. But um, this is their first real big test, I think, um, against Rangers. And, you know, whether, whether um, you know, Derek agrees with it or not, it seems to be that Aberdeen are a bit more competitive <laughs> against Rangers than they are against, uh, you know, Celtic. You know, listen, I don't know why that is. There is maybe a bit more of a rivalry there, as Mark mentioned, a lot of the, the, the situations that might stoke that kind of fire. I'm not quite sure why. But it does seem to be a little bit more of an edge at times uh, Well Jim and Mark are singing from the same hymn sheet But what about you Rangers fans Who would you pick tonight Who would you not pick Simple as that 01419511025 Let's speak to Stevie first though Stevie's a Celtic fan from Strathblane Hi Stevie Hi Stephen lads Hello What's on your no mind Stevie? Technical point, maybe nitpicking Mark Rangers are not joint top of the table They are second with an inferior goal difference of one Which was enough to give them the championship in 2003 the Celtic had the opposite effect. However, I will give you there is a credible challenge for the first time in seven years, and I am loving it. That's, yeah, it is a small technical point. I don't I think you would fair. argue with it, Mark. Oh, oh, you, 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 <laughs> you can't can, argue can, if you want can. to go technically. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'll, I'll say joint top, but I'm not going to argue with Stephen because I have no argument. I can't back it up. So I take his point. Pedantic as it is, I take your point, Stevie. And yet. I think you're right and it's good to hear a Celtic supporter saying that they're, they're welcoming uh, the challenge it's great for Scottish football bigger picks as well Stevie our game is looking for sponsorship too and you know something that less happening can only help the likes of Neil Doncaster go out and find sponsorship um, for the game um, and for Rangers it's about time uh, they create, uh, they mounted a proper title challenge they've certainly thrown enough money at it um, for uh, for Steven Gerrard and even before him Pedro uh, Cachina and for Celtic it's trying to keep going there it's not I don't think it's as easy as people think it is trying to stay out in front all the time when there's people trying to hunt you down and the success that they've had nine domestic trophies um, on the trot so yes it's brilliant for Scottish football and I don't know about you but I think the cup final 
on Sunday. I don't think it's going to let Scottish football down. I think it's going to be an absolute belter. That could be extra time. Aye, every chance, Stevie. Every chance. Yeah, it could go all the way to penalty I'll kicks. I don't think. Else. I want Rangers to be in the UEFA Cup as long as Celtic are in that UEFA Cup or Europa League or whatever they call it. Because what you don't want is Rangers crashing out, Celtic going through, Celtic having to play on a Sunday, Rangers playing on a Saturday, Rangers beating Hamilton and, you know, St Mirren and people like that, 4-5-0, which they have been doing, and Celtic having to go to Timecast with Pintordi and all that, and the pressure's on. Yeah, Stevie, 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 just to, Stevie. Stevie, just refer to the competition mm-hmm. as Europa League. You need to get that right. If you're talking about the EFR <laughs> Cup, we won't be sure what you're talking about. It's a small pedantic <laughs> point, Stevie. He's got you on your toes. Europa um, League. What about tonight, Stevie? And I suppose that the bigger picture of this week as well, would you do anything differently tonight with Sunday in mind? Uh, how do you view the bigger picture? Well, I think, you know, Edward is crucial for us. I think he's a big game player. And I'm quite happy for him to be rested tonight As long as he's playing on Sunday I don't know if Morelos will be playing tonight Or whether it'll be before I don't know if the teams are out yet Not yet Certainly Morelos is due a goal against Celtic I mean if he can do it on Sunday We'd be the darling You know I mean he's well overdue You know And he's playing well And he's, he's, he's calmed down his temper And all that You know And what to say he, he, He's the man in the moment I don't know from a Celtic Perspective, Jim. Who? Because the, the Edward one sort of done. We know he won't play, yeah. but it will be interesting when that team comes out to see if I don't know if Neil Lennon decides to give Ryan Christie a spell mm-hmm. or a James Forrest. Unlikely because these guys tend to play. Callum McGregor tends to play. Scott Brown tends mm-hmm. to play. Um, well, we always think that he'll rest Scott Brown, and he never <laughs> seems to do it because you know that's just the way he, he, you know he's, he's so important to the team. Um, but you know, I, I think that you know Mikey Johnson going on the last couple of games has done very well. Scored two goals. He looked very sharp, very bright, um, you know, up at Ross County uh, when he came on. And again, he's a, a type of player. I don't think it weakens your team. It's just a different way of playing. So whether he plays in the wide area or whether he plays off the striker, again, Tom Rogic has maybe need another game. He, he, he scored, but he wasn't his brilliant best at the weekend, so maybe needing a little bit more game time. So I, I, yeah, I could see a couple of players. I mean, I know it won't be long before we get the team, but I could see him making a few changes, but it'll still be a very mm. strong Celtic team. I, mean, I, I like Lewis Morgan, I have to say. I thought... Lose Morgan's movement mm-hmm. and his link-up play was very good as a centre-forward mm-hmm. because I wasn't too sure, but, uh, you know, and, and then obviously he's got Lee Griffiths needing game time and you would imagine Celtic to dominate the ball tonight and create a host of chances, so is this a, t- a game tonight for Lee Griffiths? Stevie, thank you very much. What about from a Rangers perspective? Reese is in Lark Hall. What are you thinking ahead of tonight, Reese? Hi, Panu. Um, I'm quite confident. To be honest, uh, it's obviously a tough place to go. It's Petardra. We've been always raised their game when they're playing us, but um, I think I think we've got enough to get it done. I don't think that we're in the position yet where we can rest players for this kind of game uh, this Sunday. So I think Morelos, Kent, Davis, etc. will start. Um, we we'll just see who you think will start out in the right wing tonight and on Sunday as well. Um, I think Jordan Jones isn't going to be fit. Obviously, not played in a while. I would start Arfield probably. Tonight And then I think it would be Between Arfield or Barker For Sunday mm. Just I'm curious why you ask Reese Because the impression I get From Rangers fans like yourself Is that still the one Position they very much see As being up for grabs Is that fair? Uh, yeah I think so Because I'd say the rest of the team like The other 10 places Would name themselves To be honest for Sunday um, But out in the right Arfield had played great The tail end of last season But he's not going to hit the heights This season um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Ojo To be, to be fair um, So I, I probably would go for Arfield or Barker But then Greg Stewart 
any time he's played, he's played really well and all. So I wouldn't be surprised if Stuart started tonight either. Mm. Well, it's against his former club, and sometimes managers like to do that, throw them against their former mm. clubs. He did at Ibrox, didn't he? It was yeah, the first time we right. had really seen yeah. much of Greg Stewart. Yeah, so and sometimes they get they just get that wee bit of extra uh, motivation to, to to try and put one over their old teammates, their old manager, even if they've had a good um, time at the club. You know, it's it's not it's not always about uh, you know how how you've left the club, but I think that um, yeah, yeah, I think they're right. I think that uh, you know it's always that one right. I think the last game, um, the old Firm game. I think they were too, too narrow Rangers You know Where they played That kind of diamond In midfield And it didn't work Celtic fully, uh, took full advantage Of that And I, I think that Getting into the game again At the weekend Rangers will go back To the 4-3-3 So whether that'll be Ojo Or whether that'll be um, Barker Or whatever happens to be But I definitely Who do you think Is it Number one might, out of them I think you might go with Ojo o- Ojo Morelis and, and, and Kent As the front three On Sunday but tonight, going up to Petaudry, I think it might, yeah, as Reece said, I think Arfield may stay in the team or or he brings in, sure. obviously, uh, Stuart. And again, Avibo could come in because he sometimes likes to flip Jack and, and Davis. So I think that one of those guys might might uh, miss out uh, in the start and then maybe Avibo come in again. So, listen, they've, again, they've got those those options. The back four has, has been pretty much solid, consistent over the last couple of months. I don't see that changing unless there's an injury. One for me for Sunday and, and, and Stevie, the Celtic supporter mentioned that Gordon, which I think is, is, is pivotal to what's going to happen in the game, is that uh, the new look, as I like to call him, Alfredo Morelos, the new, new mild, improved. mannered, improved footballer, the whole package has improved unbelievably in the past four months. He didn't play against us, didn't start against Celtic no. the mm-hmm. last time. And the key battle for me is going to be Morelos against Ayer and Julian. How that all Unfolds but, And that'll be key To the outcome Of the game Because if Morelos Gets the better Of the two of them I can see Rangers Winning uh, the game But for me That is a fascinating Battle and prospect On Sunday Reese and Lark All thank you very much For the call Good question Got the guys thinking It's 01419511025 We're going to hear From Stephen Gerrard And Neil Lennon After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Every single team in the Premiership in action What a night for football under the lights Might be a bit cold So if you're heading out to a game, wrap up uh, But sit back and enjoy Lots to look forward to Andrew McFadgen sent us a tweet at Clyde SSB he hopes Morelos is rested tonight He says Defoe can deal with tonight No problem Wrap Morelos up Ready for Sunday Can't see there being Too many other changes Ian Fletcher says Rangers should wrap Morelos up If we go 2-0 up Against Aberdeen So a bit to be done there uh, And Rider of 385s Says Bit of a different shout But I think Hillander should be rested tonight He's been solid defensively And could be crucial At the weekend 0141951 on the phones We're going to hear from Neil Lennon very soon Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard uh, He's looking ahead to that trip to Tawdry tonight There's too much football to be played To be writing anyone off um, Aberdeen are a good team They're capable of going on long runs Winning runs uh, I think they've shown that Certainly in my time uh, being here I know Derek very well um, he'll, he'll fight all the way And he'll get his players to fight for him To, to continue to finish as high as they can So we won't be writing anyone off We've got to thrive and enjoy and embrace the atmosphere at Petodri. The players um, have faced some real big atmospheres and challenges. If you think of Feyenoord and Leggy or Walsall away, and we're obviously used to a big atmosphere at home as well. So I don't think any of my players will be shying away or intimidated by the Petodri atmosphere. For me, it's um, get your chest out and embrace it and really, really enjoy it. Stephen Gerrard talking about it being too early to write Aberdeen off. 
if we're talking title race, I think a lot of people have probably written Aberdeen off. What, is it, Aberdeen for the title? Is that unfair? Oh, not well. Look, in Stephen Gerrard's position, you can understand why he would say that um, in public, and he's not wanting to give Aberdeen players or their supporters any extra motivation. But in private, and I'm sure you know, ninety nine percent of people Aberdeen will say. Aberdeen ain't going to win the league this season It's between Celtic and Rangers And I think we can all accept that 100% Aberdeen <laughs> fans and, and, and buddy. No, listen It's, 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 it's between uh, Celtic and Rangers that, that, That's it um, But Aberdeen can play a part And <laughs> who decides where it goes You know, where, where the title eventually goes I mean, if, as I said um, They can find a, their, their A game um, But, you know, Stephen Gerrard is right to, to, to say the, the, these things Of course he's going to be diplomatic As Mark said, he's not going to say Oh, listen, this is a two-horse race And, uh, you know, we, we write Aberdeen off mm. But uh, he's, he's right to just try and make sure That his team uh, use, um, you, you know, the, the experience they've had Particularly in Europe And I think, I think the fact that both teams are vying neck and neck at the top has actually helped him in Europe as well because because there's a real challenge a real intensity about every game every point matters every goal might matter and I think that's got them up that's kept that level really high and when they went into Europe they've continued that so I actually think it's helped both clubs both domestically and in Europe uh, Jeffrey's a Rangers fan what would you do with the team tonight Jeffrey? Um, I would put Morelis on the bench mm. and have to throw on from the start and on Sunday, I would have Morelis on from the start, Defoe on the bench. And for next Thursday in Europe, I would keep the same team that they played in Feyenoord uh, a week past. Would you, would you, Jeffrey, would you... Uh, I mean, I think we'd all accept that Morelos is the number one striker at Rangers. So by, by what you're saying, uh-huh. would, would you give up the three points tonight to win the Cup on Sunday? No, I would. Uh, that's, that's quite a difficult question to answer. Yeah, but, but if you, uh, I mean, it, you it strikes think, me as if you, you would, would otherwise think, you'd want to start your strongest team tonight. Unless well, Jeffy thinks Defoe's Defoe, enough. Defoe, Defoe, Defoe is the next best. I mean, I, I mean, Morelis is going to be playing on Sunday, I would imagine, as well. And then he'll be playing in Europe. You've got to give him a risk somewhere. Um, I would rest him tonight. Maybe have him on the bench. And have to give Defoe a chance to play tonight. I mean, he's quite capable. He's just as capable as Morelos for scoring goals. Because um, it's quite a big week for Rangers coming up. And um, it's going to be very difficult for players to keep this kind of high intention up. I mean, you need to rest some players. Mm. Um well, there, Jeffrey. Morelos was rested against Hamilton a couple of weeks ago. You know when they come on. The yeah, last he just few came minutes, back, didn't he? From you know, and and then obviously he, he came back from uh, playing for Colombia, and uh, you know they, they only put him on in the last ten minutes. Although he set up the, 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 for for Brian Kent to score, but uh, it's it's one of those ones where he's been left out a couple of times. Not not left out as in dropped, but you know allow, allowing the fact that uh, um, Steve, Stephen Gerrard decided to pick Defoe for one reason or another. So, and you know, we're not even halfway through the season. And I just think that when you've got top players, we mentioned Scott Brown earlier, there was very, yeah. very rarely Callum McGregor, these type of guys. There are so, and very, very important players to I mean, he's team. got 13 in his last 13. Yeah. So it shows you the type of form he's on at the moment. Phenomenal. And I just think when players are, are hot like that, they're scoring so many goals, they're playing at the top of the level, they don't want left out. Yeah, they be want raging. to be playing. He would be, would be raging with Stephen. You say, by the way, Alfredo. 
I'm one eye on Sunday. I'm going to start with the four tonight. But Relos would be raising. He doesn't want to sit on the no. bench. Just, no to, just out of curiosity, because it is obviously hypothetical. If this game was at Ibrox tonight, mm. would that in, would that make Stephen Gerrard a bit more inclined to do the foes or something about Morelos's all action style that? That, that translates particularly well to a game like Pitodri? No, I, I think that you, you, you take the opposition in and it's a very tough match. And again, as I said, traditionally against Rangers, it's even tougher. So therefore, I think he's got to play Morelos. I'm interesting to see, but I think it's got to be the case, mm-hmm. whether it be Ibrox or whether it's Pitodri. Um, if, if they're fortunate enough to be, have a two-goal advantage. Yeah, of course. I think Rangers defensively, but then think, well, we can see this game out and they could they could make a change. But that, that's a, that's going to be tough to get to that stage. But if if they manage that, fine. But I think when Morelos is playing as well as he's playing, he wants to keep adding his tally. He wants the golden boot. You know, he wants people to be talking about him. And and, and I just think that um, you know it'd you, be a high risk to to leave him out. Okay, we can't be far away from team news at Pitodri. We have Celtic's starting eleven and subs tonight. Alison Conroy. Yeah, a couple of changes from that game up at Inverness at the weekend. Maritz Bauer comes into the starting 11, as does Nier Beaton and Olivier in Cham. So it will be Fraser Forster in goal, a back four of Bauer, Beaton, Ayer and Taylor. Then it will be Brown and Cham sitting with the three of Christie, Forrest and McGregor. And it will be Lewis Morgan up top for Celtic. So actually, yeah. Kyle McGregor as well and your substitutes are Gordon Frimpong Julian Rogic Sinclair Johnston and Griffiths mm, Interesting so in terms of players who have been rested the obvious one is is Julian uh, yeah. Uh, Julian yeah um, and near Beaton mm-hmm. comes in there um, is Moritz Bauer playing tonight to give Frimpong a rest ahead of Sunday or is Moritz Bauer playing tonight because he starts in front of Frimpong on Sunday I would say that Moritz Bauer plays tonight because Neil Lennon is maybe just not 100% sure yet between Bauer and Frimpong now maybe at the moment he thinks yeah Frimpong at the moment would get the nod but he's saying there's one or two wee things that I notice in his game that Rangers might be able to exploit let me have a wee look at but I, I would say Bauer is a more solid defender Frimpong is more exciting going forward but maybe lacks that wee bit and bear in mind the boy, what is 18 or 19 or something gone? So, you know, I, I don't think it would phase the boy getting in playing on Sunday, but I just think at times you are going to be in the back foot, and therefore do you just want to make yourself that wee bit more mm-hmm. solid? So I think you maybe just want to look at Bill and think, maybe I might just edge towards Bill. That, that's my guess. And then, Jim, sorry, for the third mm-hmm. game in a row, Lewis Morgan leads the line. Yeah. So can we assume mm-hmm. that if, if Odson mm-hmm. Edward doesn't make it on yeah. Sunday, Lewis Morgan mm-hmm. plays up? Yeah, for? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think it, uh, I mentioned at the weekend there that I think he gets more game time. He gets better at it. He gets better understanding with the players. His movement, his link up players. I liked it against uh, Ross County. I thought he did well. And um, obviously scored the uh, uh, you know uh, in the the European match, uh, and and against Ren, and I just think he you know he, he looks very comfortable there, and I think he's he's enjoying getting regular first team uh, football. He, listen, the boy knows if Edward's fit, he goes on, but he's likely going to bench now. Mm-hmm. Bench is if he's on the bench ahead of Griffiths or with Griffiths, but listen, you know the Celtic as I say they've got the you know you, you look at that team tonight it's a very strong team mm. even though they've made the, the three changes right give us your thoughts to that Celtic team then the likes of Moritz Bauer starting near Beton starting Lewis Morgan continuing up front Julian giving a spell on the bench we'll get the Aberdeen and Rangers teams very soon let's take a call from Paul in East Kilbride what do you make of that team Paul what are you reading into it um, hi guys uh, first time call sorry um, 
yeah, I'm I'm the only one I'm really surprised about is Neil Beaton starting. I didn't don't didn't see why they'd need to give Julian a rest, but um, I kind of thought the rest of the team would have been pretty much the same, and Bauer starting there at right back. So yeah, I'm happy enough with that. But as I said, the best surprise that Beaton starting. Same questions to you then, Paul. What's your interpretation? Is Moritz Bauer starting tonight to give Frimpong a rest for Sunday, or is Moritz Bauer starting tonight because he's going to play on Sunday at right back? I think. Like you, like you guys were just saying there, I think they want to have a look at him. Um, I don't, I don't know if the old firm match, the, the cup final, everything that goes with it, the pressure that might be on. As you said, he's a young guy. Every every game looks brilliant, to be fair, and he looks like he's enjoying himself. But it's it's going to be a different atmosphere in Hamden on Sunday. So I don't know if maybe they want to have Bauer in there instead. So that's what I was kind mm. of thinking. Jim, with no disrespect to Hamilton, is a home match against Hamilton Aki's the Time to find out more about Moritz Bauer No no, Not from a defensive point of view uh, Hamilton will do their job as, as as Brian Rice will always do I mean they made it difficult for both um, Old Firm game when, when, they're at, when they're at Hamilton I think it's much easier um, the, the People don't enjoy playing there at times But no, I mean he's going to dominate the ball um, I just think it's one of those ones where It's a good opportunity to give him uh, game time uh, and then he'll, he'll decide who's the best. I mean, the the, the Kent Frimpong, uh, you know, uh, would, battle. Would be a battle would be would be a fantastic, uh, you know, competition there. You know, and and see how that works out because, as we said, Frimpong's been absolutely electric, um, but he still has to work on uh, the issues defensively. He had one or two little moments up at Ross County, and he got he got a little bit, um, you know, frustrated at times. One or two wee errors crept in. And I think that that's just part of his development. But whether you want to go for the experience or not at the weekend, but Beaton coming in, Julian did get a knock later on in the game, mm. and he was kind of, you know, holding just below his ribs and kind of. So again, he might just have a little um, yeah. strain, and he's thinking Beaton again getting on the ball for the goalkeeper. He'll spray the passes all over the place. Uh, you would imagine Hamilton will play 4-5-1 So they won't have too many defensive issues to go with. And Paul, happy enough to see Lewis Morgan continuing up front. Yes, it's working, so may as well let, let him go there. Obviously, there's, there's obviously something not missing with Griffiths just now, or he would be in there. So, I said, he's doing well, he looks comfortable. So, yeah, hope, obviously hoping Edward's back for Sunday, because he's obviously the big game player. Um, but I'm happy enough, I'm sure he'll be fine tonight. Good man, that was Paul, a Celtic fan from East Kilbride Giving us his reaction uh, to the team news there from Celtic Let's go back to Alison to get the Hamilton Ackies team We've got a Rangers and Aberdeen starting 11 as well But Alison, round things off from the East End Yep, I have just got the Hamilton starting 11 here So it will be Southwood, McGowan, McMahon, Collar, Miller, Gogic, Moyo, Easton, Martin, Stubbs and Smith the bench for Aki's Knight, Fawn Williams, Hunt, Oakley, Cunningham, Beck, Hamilton and Okpo. Now, we do have breaking team news from Pataudry. Aberdeen against Rangers. The big questions, will Alfredo Morelos start? Will Ryan Kent start? Who would play wide right? Dave Galloway has the answers for us, Dave. Yeah, Morelos and Kent do start. I can tell you the Rangers starting 11, Gordon, is McGregor, Tavernier, Hillander, Goldson, Flanagan, Jack, Davis, 
Arfield, Aribo, Kent and Morelos, the subs, Fodringham, Katic, Halliday, uh, Kamara, Ojo, Stewart and Defoe. The Aberdeen team, an interesting lineup as well. No Niall McGinn for them. It's uh, Lewis, Logan, Taylor, McKenna, Considine, Viner, Lee, Ferguson, Gallagher, Wilson and Cosgrove substitutes for the Dons Cherney, Devlin, Campbell McLennan, Anderson, Hedges and Main. Very interesting, uh, so if you're looking at who's been rested from Rangers it's actually Barisic and Kamara mm-hmm. not the ones that you perhaps would have expected No but again I think Bonner, uh, I think Barisic has been really solid for Rangers he's chipped in a couple of goals he, he now looks more comfortable um, playing for Rangers, you know, with, with the expectation level. But again, maybe just as I mentioned with the Frank Bauer thing, maybe Stephen Gerrard still has a wee niggle about him defensively, and and, and maybe thinks that, that Flanagan he just wants to have another look um, at Flanagan to see how he copes. But I think Barisic gives you better balance as well. But it depends who he, he would want to play in the left wing um, on Sunday. So. I'm not sure about that one uh, If Barisic has been rested It might be a look at giving Flanagan a game With a view to starting him on Sunday Morelos is in as we Well you two certainly expected Interestingly Jim Up against Ash Taylor Who comes mm. back into the yeah. Aberdeen team For the first time since the 25th of July mm. um, That's quite quite a task for him To come back in and go up against Morelos Yeah he's, I mean Taylor's a big powerful strong player You know I mean he's obviously again As I've mentioned Aberdeen are normally very good at set plays They've got a lot of variation and Taylor can be instrumental in that. But in terms of up against someone like Morelos, he is very strong. Uh, and, you know, if, if you've got him alongside McKenna, two really powerful players there. So Morelos, as we know, is a powerhouse himself. But against these two guys, even even Morelos will have his work cut out to, to mm-hmm. out-muscle him. But uh, listen, he's added different levels to his game. He's not yeah. just about back into players now and getting players getting tight to him. His movement, as I said, and cleverness in the box has, has been terrific. Okay, get your reaction into those teams then. 01419511025. I'm going to give you the St Mirren against Motherwell teams in just a moment or two. But first, let me tell you about this. Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. In partnership with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington. Proud to support Cash for Kids. If for some reason you've not heard this this week, listen carefully and act quickly because this is an incredible prize for you to win. And what's even better, it's the ultimate win-win. You can make a difference to local children in Glasgow and the West at the very same time. We're giving you and a friend the chance to win a VIP experience to the FA Cup final at Wembley in May next year. It's quite the plan for the weekend. On the Friday, you kickstart your day with a champagne breakfast at 29. You then fly to London. Two nights accommodation in a five-star hotel in London's West End. Two tickets to the FA Cup final on the Saturday. And then two return flights to Glasgow on the Sunday. What a weekend that'll be. Now, all you have to do for your chance to win the road to Wembley is this. Text FINAL to 84901. You might as well just do it now. Don't hang about. Text FINAL to 84901 before quarter to six on Saturday the text costs your standard network rate plus a voluntary £5 donation and every single penny of that £5 goes to Cash for Kids to support disadvantaged children in Glasgow and the West so like I say it really is a win-win you're doing your bit for a good charity and you could win that incredible prize as well for full details plus the T's and C's go to Clyde1.com lines close at 5.45 and Saturday we'll also pick our winner on that show on Saturday we're doing the annual sports auction with your chance to bid on some money can't buy prizes uh, we should say a massive massive thank you to James Mortimer for donating that prize it's an absolute cracker get in nice and early text final to 84901 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan. We are one hour away from kickoff in the six fixtures in the Premiership tonight. I'd imagine this is peak time for getting in the car if you're going to St Mirren against Motherwell, relatively close compared to some of the fixtures tonight. So if you're on your way to the game, why not give us a call? Let us know what you're expecting in Paisley. I'll give you the teams in just a second. We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, Matthew is an Aberdeen fan. And he says the Aberdeen team is a disgrace, set up to defend. Only one problem with that. We can't defend A horsing is on the cards And if we lose heavily Mcinnis should be shown the door Nothing like a good bit of pre-match optimism To get, to get you looking <laughs> forward to the game nothing like a pre-match optimism yeah, Listen, uh, you know I think that um, Aberdeen, you know We had to, have to be realistic um, they, they, We don't quite get the quality in Particularly in the middle of the pitch That they had a couple of years ago Obviously their captain Graham Shinney Was one that, that left Was on a number of players went, went away over recent years We've known that and they're a different side and they're an evolving side. And I think if if the manager believes that maybe they, they don't have the firepower to go toe with Rangers, then, you know, make sure you're organised mm. and disciplined and hard to beat. And that's what they're going to be tonight or, or they're going to try and be. Copper Pot is on. He says, I hope SG uh, is only resting Barisic for Sunday. If we want our best team out, every position should be played by the natural player, not right backs at left back. We want our left back swinging balls in from on the run. Uh, it's been working well for Rangers recently. You'd have to assume it is just a rest. Uh, in Paisley, then, we've got St Mirren against Muddle. Fantastic game to look forward to. I'm going to head along after the show. Um, St Mirren going with Cladke in goal. A back four of McGinn, McKenzie, McLaughlin, and Waters. A midfield three. Of the other McGinn, Stephen McGinn, the captain, Ryan Flynn and Tony Andrew, with Mullen and McGinnis providing support for Jonathan Obika up front. Dormus McAllister, Morias, Linus, Cook Henderson and McPherson on the bench. As for Motherwell, a couple of changes from their weekend victory. Gillespie continues in goal. A back four of Liam Grimshaw, Declan Gallagher, Bevis Mugabe and Jake Carroll. Uh, Liam Donnelly, uh, Polworth and Campbell, the midfield three, Hilton, Scott and Cole. Up front So Carson, Tate, Long, Sedorf, Mazinga, Maguire and O'Hara On the bench for Stephen Robinson What are you thinking ahead of that one? Well I think that uh, You know St Man have got to try and find a way To, to, to score goals from You know the, the Jim has been saying Jim Goodwin has been saying That they've been playing well They deserve better than the last couple of results Narrow defeats uh, to, to Hibs um, A couple of weeks ago And then at the weekend And he, he believes that they're playing well But Listen, that's always the concern. If you're playing well and you're not getting the results, mm. there'll come a time when you're not going to play well. So I think they have to try and find a, a wee tweak to it to try and get you know uh, more threat on the goal. Motherwell's, you know, are, are terrific going forward. That, that, that again, young James Scott come in tonight and mm -hmm. a great prospect as well. Um, and they've they've got the luxury of the top end of the pitch actually being very healthy and also scoring goals from yeah. midfield. I mean, Mark, it'd be interesting to see if there is a tweak to try and get St Mirren more goals. I read the personnel It could well be That Mullen and Obika Play together up front As a as a two It might mm -hmm. be a Sort of 4-3-3 three, three To try and match Motherwell So potential is there Yeah it could be 4-2-3-1 as well Just McGinn and and, um, and Flynn Just sitting as two natural holders And other four going for it Up top But you know When you're given the chance To equalise at Pitodge With a penalty kick You've got to go and score it You know And, and that's it. So, right, so they are creating chances But what chances The manager got When guys can't stick away a penalty kick yeah. Particularly somebody like Tony Andro Who's one of the more Experienced players With a new signing in the summer I was, I was surprised um, He missed it um, You know Listen Every save for a penalty kick Is a good save But it was a weak penalty You know Joe Lewis Should he have been on To, to save it though? 
Aye, it could have been a red Yep, it could have very easily have And been, if Mark Weedy's uh, saying that card. as a member of the goalies union You know it's a stick on <laughs> yeah, It's an absolute it, certainty It could have been a red But I think tonight having watched Motherwell on Saturday Very impressed with them Albeit St Johnson were very disappointing I think that'll be a, I think that's a belter at, uh, at Paisley tonight Go Yeah on. if you're on your way to the game Why not give us a call 01419511025 Martin is a Rangers fan From Falkirk Now Martin when you initially called in You were on to say that You believed Rangers can win without Morelos But we now know that he's starting So what are you thinking ahead of tonight's game? Um, uh, as much as I believe that Rangers can win without Morelos <coughs> uh, My initial point was Wanting to speak to Mark Greedy About his comments a few calls ago I agree with him to a certain extent about Morelos playing, especially tonight, because I believe that Morelos is more physical than before, and I think you're going to have to have a, a bit of physicality up front, and I believe that's why he should start tonight. But to suggest, Mark, that, um, oh, he's hit a call a couple of, a few calls ago that um, would rather have three points or Morelos playing the cup final, I think it's a bit disrespectful to Jermaine Defoe to suggest that if Morelos is not playing, then we almost automatically forfeit three points. I mean, we've got potentially the two best strikers in the league playing for us. Before, an absolutely brilliant striker, experienced, and to suggest that if Morelos gets dropped, then we sort of automatically drop three points is a bit disrespectful, I think. No, I, I wasn't meaning it that way, Martin. You, you've picked me up wrong. I was just throwing a hypothetical question out there just to see what Jeffrey's answer was going to be. My question was, would you forfeit three points tonight to win the Cup on Sunday? And I'd ask you the same question. Um but I did not mean that if Morelos doesn't play that Rangers automatically are giving up in three points. Of course that's not the case. And I don't uh, think that uh, Jermaine Defoe, uh, as much as I think Morelos is a top striker at the club, you know, bringing in Jermaine Defoe um, doesn't significantly weaken the team. But uh, the fact that Morelos plays tonight backs up my point. But yeah, I was just being thrown it out there to Jeffrey to see what his reaction was. But in no way did I say that if Morelos doesn't start Rangers are giving up the three points I didn't say that at all man OK I apologise for that but No the you don't need to apologise I'm just explaining that I can see why you've maybe picked up that way You don't need to apologise But I'm just explaining I was, throw, I was throwing it out there Just to see what Jeffrey mm. would think And I'd ask you the same What would you It's a, It's not been cheeky by asking It's just say, What would you give up tonight Would you give up three points To win the Cup on Sunday Or do you think The be all and end all Is just winning the league And you've, you've got to keep winning games Such as tonight of course, the, the deal and end of the league, I personally couldn't care about any other competition that we are part of. The league, for me, is the most important thing. And as much as I agree that Morella should play, um, probably for different reasons, because I think we need more physicality up front. What I said, the, the, the caller that you had mentioned suggested that he would rest Morelos, And you kind of disagreed with him. I don't think I should be doing that, almost suggesting that he was wrong in terms of what he said. I'm just saying Defoe is a fantastic backup striker to have, especially, I mean, I think he's what, is he not the second top scorer in the league just now? I think he is, yeah. Yeah, he is, Martin, but, uh, you know, the last game, uh, old Firm game, I I think the vast, vast majority of Rangers fans were stunned when he got the nod ahead of Alfredo Morelos, and I think that uh, that tells you, I think, since then, that when uh, you know the if 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 you want to say at a poll, I think I think the Rangers fans uh, would be overwhelming, mm. saying, "Listen, this guy's got to play when he's fit because he's he's absolutely superb." Jermaine Defoe's a fantastic option to have. I, I'm not maybe too you know uh, agree with you in terms of whether the physicality tonight because even Morelos I say though I'll, I'll be I'll be up against it and against these two big guys. Um, Defoe's again his movement, his cleverness, his intelligence, and his and his finishing is terrific. But I think these are the type of games that you've got to play your top man 
And Alfredo Morelos is Rangers top man uh, Martin, Alfredo Morelos has been getting so much praise And rightly so for the improvement in his disciplinary record It was highlighted more than anything else In the games against Aberdeen last season Probably at Pataudry as well Is this the biggest test he'll have had of his New and improved disciplinary record? I think so, yeah But I think he'll pass it with flying colours um, His temperament's been tested Quite often this season uh, Outside of Aberdeen And he seems to have coped very well with it I don't see any reason Why tonight should be a, a worry for Rangers fans or Morelos I think he'll coast through that game um, And I reckon he'll score two goals Good man, that's Martin in Falkirk John Beaton's the ref at Pataudry If you're interested I don't think we gave you that information A bit earlier on I think that takes us up nicely to this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football It is Beat the Pundit time Your chance to win a sign ball If you've got the superior quizzing knowledge Over Mark Guidi or Jim Duffy If you want to take part tonight You need to call quickly 01419511025 The lines close when the news starts at 7 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation for more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard A full fixture card Plenty to look forward to Over the coming hours Aberdeen against Rangers Celtic against Hamilton St Mirren Motherwell Hearts Livy Killy St Johnston And Ross County Hibs It is an absolute cracker I think we will all agree in that one We will continue the build up As soon as we do this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football it is Beat the Pundit time Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi are ready They're standing by One of them will take on Martin From Thornley Bank How are you tonight Martin? Good evening guys How are you? Not too bad at all Thank you Now I'm not for a second Suggesting that Mark Guidi or Jim Duffy Are a soft touch But last night The poor contestant came on Got five right And was still hammered By Roger Hanna So maybe these two Will go a bit easier on you tonight I'll see what I can do uh, I'm going to toss the coin Martin if it's heads You take on Mark Guidi And if it's tails It will be Jim Duffy and it's heads Mark Guidi Against Martin from Thornley Bank So I'm going to give Mark Guidi A bit of Clyde 2 in his ear And that way he cannot hear us anymore Martin you've got 30 seconds Head to head with Mark You can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Thank you Yes let's go What are the two main colours Of Morton's home kit? Blue and white Who does St Mirren face this evening? Uh, pass Who is the current manager of Everton? Uh, Silver Which Scottish side are famed for the hedge Alongside their pitch Um, Pass How many FA Cups did Steven Gerrard win as a player Uh, Three Which player holds the record for most expensive world transfer Ronaldo Who was the Livingston manager before Gary Holt Um, Pass Okay let's bring Mark Guidi back Mark can you hear us Yep got you going Great same set of questions to you what was that, sorry? There was a couple of them I was manager of <laughs> oh, That's true, I'm glad you avoided yeah. them Right, you ready, Mark? Yeah, Shall we? Cool. What are the two main colours of Morton's home kit? Blue and white Who do St Mirren face this evening? Motherwell Who is the current manager of Everton? Marco Silva Which Scottish side are famed for having a hedge alongside their pitch? Breaking How many FA Cups did Steven Gerrard win as a player? Three Which player holds the record for the most expensive world transfer? A Would that pass? Who was the Livingston manager before Gary Holt? It was Kenny Miller And which side is currently top of Spain's La Liga? Uh, Barcelona Okay Martin, he got through one more question than you Do you think it was costly? 
Yeah, I think he's got one or two a bit more than me. But mm, let's find out what are the main two colours of Morton's home kit. I'm, it was an easy one, but I'm glad Jim Duffy avoided it mm-hmm. anyway. Blue and white, he both got it. Well done. Who does St Mirren face this evening? It is Motherwell Martin. So Mark Guidi yeah. moves two one in front. Who's the current manager of Everton? Marco Silva. He both knew that three two to Mark Guidi. So it's a close one at this stage. Uh, which Scottish side are famed for the hedge? Alongside their pitch It is Brecon As you well know Jim As Mark Wilson well knows um, How many FA Cups Did Steven Gerrard win as a player You both went three It's actually two uh, So after that We're looking at 4-2 For Mark Guidi at the moment Which player holds a record For the most expensive transfer Of all time Neymar It is Neymar uh, Yeah I see uh, The Livingston manager Before Gary Holt Was Kenny Miller did you see that, did you? Yeah, oh, you got that one as well yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's home and hose then, Martin He's miles ahead Which side are top of La Liga? It is Barcelona One, two, three, four, five, six for Mark Guidi And a two for you, Martin In Thornley Bank Hard lines Well, well done, Mark Good. Unlucky, well man done. Well done, good effort Good man, Martin Give it a bash some other time Please beat the pundit back Tomorrow night at the same time Just around 7 o'clock That was a good contest Well done The questions have been doable this week I must say they've been doable We'll see how you fare on the teaser A bit later on though Um Right, we're trying to whiz through as many of tonight's fixtures as we can. They're all important in their own right. The one between Hearts and Livingston, though, has that subplot, the managerial subplot. It certainly looks like, I've said this before, but it certainly looks like it will be Austin McPhee's last game in charge. Uh, and we've actually been speaking to Anne Budge, who was talking about the, the, the time frame and how long it's taking as they try and close in on Daniel Stendel. I can't really add anything that I, I think hasn't already been in the media, not that everything that's been in the media is accurate, but um, it's it's just a tortuous process, to be frank, um, trying to ensure that all of the various contractual sides are tied up, partly because of um, the situation when he left Barnsley. So um, it's not so much on a personal basis or personal terms, but we have to make sure uh, we're we're doing things properly. Everyone you hear from on this says This is ridiculous It's taking far too long I always like to really try If possible to look at, at the other side yeah. um, I feel like I'm running out of reasons To, to sort of defend it though At the moment the longer it goes on because I'm, I'm not hearing anyone who's anything other than Annoyed about it You understand it Mark Weedy? Oh yeah you, you can understand why the Hearts supporters Would be annoyed because you know that They've lost a couple of games heavily They, they, they beat St Man, they might win um, tonight They'll probably look across the city And see Jack Ross has come in Giving Hibs um, A bounce A couple of good uh, results I'll be it was disappointing on Saturday At home with Kilmarnock But to, to try and defend Dan Budge and, and having a bit of an insight Into the situation That what's going on Or what has gone on um, She's quite right to take her time You know if she wanted to go and appoint somebody She could have appointed somebody within an hour you know, She probably had 20 applicants within an hour Of sacking uh, Craig Levine But she decided to take her time Make it right Because this might be Her last managerial appointment Before she hands the club over She wants to give herself The best chance of Being successful For the next six, mo- six months Before she does Etc etc And if she's had to just Check and double check And triple check That Daniel Stendhal Is the right man for the job Then I don't blame her for that If she didn't believe it And it's taken an extra Couple of weeks To make up her mind Then so be it You know an extra Couple of weeks Gordon in the grand scheme of things To try and get things right For the next couple of seasons I think it's the right thing to do oh, Yeah I, You can understand that Jim But at the same time If you do take Hibs as the example What have they got? Six Seven Seven points Seven, seven points And that you know Come the end of the season that, that that could be the difference between A decent season and, and not So how much longer can Ambudge risk? 
Well, she, she can't miss that much longer, you know, because, um, you know, they, they've been poor the last couple of games, 3-0, 5-0, um, um, you know, they, they, you know they, just, they just look uh, all over the place, so they need some leadership and need some guidance, um, so they have to get someone in very, very quickly, but, you know, like Mark says, I can understand the longer term aspect of it, you want to try and get the right person in, but there's no guarantee that'll be successful, how many managers have we seen get in with three and four year contracts, they're, they're lucky if they last a year, so uh, the, the most important thing is to get the right person in, um, but... I do agree with it. It's, it's not as simple as we want this guy, he's got a contract, let's go, because by mm-hmm. all accounts, I mean, we don't know Evan, but he could be in garden leave, he could be getting paid. So there is a financial um, aspect of it that may, that Barnsley might be saying, listen, contractually, we're we're entitled to some compensation and unless yeah. we get it, we're not, we're not, we're not going to release um, Daniel Stendhal. Taking that aside, if that gets going, it's still it's still a bit of a risk. I mean, it's a it's a guy who doesn't know anything about Scottish football. Um, he's had a relatively short time in the British game, mm-hmm. mix a mixed level of success. So it's a big risk, I think, to bring someone like that in who doesn't know the players, who doesn't know the Scottish game, and it's slap bang in the middle of a very difficult season. I take your point, Mark, about potentially sort of you know short term pain for long term gain, so to speak. But can you imagine the reaction at Tynecastle tonight if they lose that game? To Livingston And again it might just be something That, yeah. that Ann Budge has to, has to grin and bear it But you just get the feeling The Harps fans are in such a Place at the moment That that would be met with The unbelievable levels of Anger and frustration Well it's one of the ones where You know The only consolation with it is Well I'm going to wheel the new guy out tomorrow And all of a sudden The narrative mm-hmm. changes Because it's all about moving forward Under the new guy It could well be as well In terms as she said um, the guy's weekly wage will have been agreed More importantly for managers going in now His exit plan will be agreed If it all goes pear-shaped Which is the first thing that they actually look at More than what they earn per week And then it would be If you know Say for example Barnsley are looking for 250 grand And Anne Brunge is trying to get him for 100 grand In the extra couple of days A to and fro And if she's saving the club a six-figure sum Then again In her role She's thinking well, For the sake of one game We might save 100 grand That goes into the manager's budget uh, in January Then I, again I would back her on that uh, The Hearts team tonight If you're interested Is Lamal and Goal I'll try and do this at a glance Which could <laughs> fall apart drastically It looks like a back four Of Smith, Berra, Halkett and Hickey A midfield three of Clare, Whelan and Demure With Walker and Mulraney Supporting Stephen Naismith Potentially uh, As the striker in that one Um so significantly is the change in goal. Zlamal has been brought in following Pereira's. Yeah, he he's out. He's on the bench. Sorry, but after that performance at Ibrox on Sunday by Joe Pereira, it's not oh. ex- not exactly surprising. And it wasn't it? just Sunday, Gordon. It's been a few games now, and um, you know he's been lucky to survive. But that's one thing that, that Daniel Stendel will need to address. I think it was an Achilles heel for for Craig Levine for a couple of years as well. And, and I've pointed it many times. You look at clubs that get relegated in, in this league and over the piece. You look at a big weak link and it's a goalkeeper and that's certainly been the case for Hearts this season. They must get a good goalkeeper in in January. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a, it's get, getting players fit, getting a, a bit of consistency, getting a style to play. I think a lot of Hearts fans are a bit frustrated. One time it's, you know, it's getting that long ball uptake, Piezo and playing off him. Other time it's trying to play with two wingers and try and play through through the zones. Um, again, keeping key players fit. Um, but I think, yeah, Goalkeepers, um, anybody that knows me, even players that work with me, know that uh, you know I get a bit frustrated with goalkeepers, um, but they are so so important, and that's the reason why they can make such a difference mm-hmm. to your team. You look at you know Rangers this year, Alan McGregor. I mean the last couple of years, yeah. unbelievable Celtic 
people saying Neil Lennon What does he need First thing he does Get Fraser Foster in mm-hmm. Top class goalkeeper So listen It makes a huge difference We mentioned earlier on Joe Lewis the top top goalie up at Aberdeen, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. he's kept him in the hunt of being at the top and 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 the mm-hmm. top. The yeah. top group. You look at what I mean. Just Derek McInnes said tw- he's worth twelve points 12 a points, season yeah. at the weekend. Jo- Joe, yeah, Lewis, yeah. And, and Derek McInnes is pretty much always a good game right back to when he get the Darren Morden on, on loan um, from Liverpool just to go down the road. You look at West Ham, top eight. All of a sudden, Fabianski gets injured. They bring in that. I don't like to use the word, but he's a dud, Roberto, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're bottom six. In the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's go back and speak to a man Who's a Celtic fan in Govanhill Hiya man How are you doing alright? Not too bad What's on your mind? Yeah it's just about the 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 striker situation at Celtic Park Mm -hmm. But before I say that Can I say You know I'm not phoned out for a long time And I'm glad you're back on and Hugh Keeman's birthday, I missed it. Oh, I know you said don't say it again, but <laughs> I'm not being on, all right? Don't worry, I'll pass it but, on to you. Uh, okay, and yourself, I'm glad you're back to your good health. Oh, I'm back fighting for it, thank because you. Because there's all a bit of banter on it. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh, do you think Chelsea should have made sure they should have had a striker by now? I mean, that's... I know Edward's fit, it's all, you know, games and that. But tonight, it's a potential danger. I, I think we will win, but still, you should have a top striker. If you don't, then you think January... We must buy a striker if Rangers, and that's a big if, are still on our tail goats or tail goats, whatever you call it. I don't know. Um, yeah, what, what do you make of the Celtic striking picture, Jim? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, listen, if you've got young players and you bring Lewis Morgan in, you've got Mikey Johnson, you know, you're somewhere along the line. You have to, you have to decide whether they're better than the possible options. Over the years, Celtic have said, found some fantastic talent, but they've also wasted a fair bit of money in, in a lot of strikers. And then you've got other strikers who, you know, can come in, just doesn't quite fit, like Timo Pukki, we've mentioned him before, mm. who can go somewhere else and, and look at a, a revelation. So I like Morgan. I think Morgan's a good player. I like Mikey Johnson. And and I would, you know, I, I think, yeah, I think it will be a, a position that he will look at to, to strengthen in January if one becomes available. But, you know, tell me where there's a, there's a top-class striker going about who... We'll play second fiddle to Edward. You know, that's the other thing. You bring a guy in, you're not bringing him in. It's, it's easier, not easy, but easier if you bring a number one striker in and you pay the big bucks for it. But it's not easy to find a top-class striker to supplement Edward. I mean, Mark, looking at the team, not only tonight, but in the last few games, it tells anyone who is wondering that Lee Griffiths still has a bit to go because he is... Celtic's only fit and available recognised striker and yet he's still not playing in a home game against Hamilton a couple of days out from a cup final so that sort of tells you everything you need to know Yeah it does and you know, I'd said along back in pre-season that I think Celtic should have gone out and, and got a striker in um, as backup but not just as backup to actually go and challenge uh, Edward because you couldn't rely on, on Lee Griffiths to, to come through his problems and be firing in all cylinders I'm not saying that as a criticism of the guy, I'm saying that in defence of him, I think it would be unfair to put that level of expectation level on and it's proven to be correct. I would disagree with Jim in terms of, well, I'd agree with him it's difficult to get a number nine in because we've said before there's not a lot of number nines going on, but I think your selling point to bringing somebody in is that you've got to sell it as come into the club, push Edward, get a feel for the club and you will be a number one striker in the summer. Because, because Edward's gone It's going to come to a natural end for Edward And Celtic will sell him for 20 million quid Or 22 or 24 or 18 or whatever it may be But I think that's your selling point And like I've said before Yeah you can make Sometimes I think you can make excuses Oh January's a difficult window 
But for Celtic, it should be the most important window because you want to bring as many talented players in as you can to give them a run at the club rather than bringing them in with two or three days to go before they're playing an important European time. What about Bayo, do you think? Do you not think he's good enough? I've not seen enough of him, Jim, but no, uh, if I'm talking about about Bayo being a number one striker, because I'm looking Mm -hmm. longer term in terms of number one striker Mm -hmm. um, six months from now, is Bayo that guy? Absolutely not. Uh, Man, what do you think of the team... Tonight the likes of Frimpong Goes on to the bench Bauer comes in Is Are there any clues there About how Celtic line up on Sunday? On Sunday I know I know you're going to say that But I don't know I don't know I, I think Elian Yussi will be back I know Edward will definitely be back And on the, I, I know you I, I, I would play that Frimpong I would play him right away But the thing he's talking about The, the striker that, Why not buy that boy for Aberdeen? Then yeah Cosgrove. that's problem solved yeah, he scored as many goals. I think he scored more mm-hmm. than he was his name Edward and mm-hmm. came as about Manila. So why not buy him? It's easy in January. You can mm-hmm. they've got the money. Why not spend it? Make sure you get nine in a row, mm-hmm. and then ten will come itself. Yeah, I think it's a it's a fair shout. I have to say that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, because Cosgrove, you look about and we're talking about number nines. He's an out and out number nine. He scored a, a terrific number of goals the last couple of years. He's a different type of option, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, target man striker, but but knows the way at the back of the net. And yeah, he's certainly one that I think Celtic would be looking at. I mean, what it would cost five million, maybe somewhere around about that. But you know, again, it, you know, I would I wouldn't rule that one out. Put it that way, I think it's a good shout. I'm sure there are there are other options, and 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 you know, obviously Celtic's um, new recruitment mm-hmm. staff will be looking all around Europe. But uh, I certainly think Sam Cosgrove will be on the list. Man, thank you very much for the call It's 01419511025 I'm going to get your full-time teaser up and running soon So get your pen and paper ready uh, However, if you missed it earlier on This is important I know you're all going to want a piece of this If you want your chance to win on the road to Wembley All you need to do is text the word FINAL To 84901 Before quarter to six on Saturday If you're just tuning in And you're wondering what that is Well it's an incredible prize we've got for you With the added bonus of making a real difference To children right here on our doorstep At the same time Uh, The Wembley FA Cup final in May next year We've got the weekend all planned out for you Fly you down to London After a champagne breakfast at 29 in Glasgow Two nights accommodation in a five star hotel in London's West End Two tickets to the FA Cup final And we'll fly you back up the road as well All thank you to James Mortimer who very kindly donated the prize If you want to be in with a chance of winning Go and text FINAL to 84901 The lines close at quarter to six on Saturday Now the text will cost your standard network rate Plus a voluntary £5 donation the good thing about that though, 100% of that goes right to Cash for Kids to help disadvantaged children on our doorstep. So for the full T's and C's, go to Clyde1.com. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Full fixture card in the Scottish Premiership. Just before the break A man called in uh, Looking at Celtic's striking options Suggesting Sam Cosgrove It's not the first time we've heard it It probably won't be the last uh, But Max isn't convinced He says Cosgrove isn't in the same league As Eduard Morelos, Griffiths etc Remove all the penalties he takes And he's hardly on the big numbers uh, That's the opinion coming in At Clyde SSB um, Let's look at tonight's teaser then uh, As always if you want to hear your question on the show The address you need is full time at Clyde1.com Full time at Clyde1.com Michael Donati has sent this one in And Michael asks Can you name the last 11 players To score in an old firm League Cup final? 
I will think about telling you when that goes back to as we go on, see how generous we're feeling. Um, but at the moment, can you ask, can you name the last eleven players to score in an old firm League Cup final? Okay, I'll give you one. I think it taught me Dan O'D. Yes, two thousand and eight. Alan McCoist. No. And Brian Loudrop. Nope. Um, she. Gary Hooper No Can you remember who else scored that day That Darren O'Dee scored Aidan McGeady Yes Kenny Miller No Alright we'll leave it there And we'll see how you get No no, no. We'll see how you get on And then I might tell you What sort of uh, time frame We're looking at But at the moment You've got Darren O'Day and Aidan McGeady Michael Donati asks Can you name the last 11 players to score In an old firm League Cup final If you want to play along You'll find us at Clyde SSB So get your answers in On that one on Twitter What else have we got? Um, more fixtures that we haven't Had the chance to touch on really But all important fixtures in their own right What else is jumping out at you this evening? We've already looked at the two big ones Involving Glasgow's two St Mirren against Motherwell uh, Kilmarnock against St Johnston Just how much does Tommy Wright need a win? Yeah, I mean again uh, You know, lost um, heavily at the weekend And um, you know, they, they keep uh, losing um, You know, what you call basic goals But soft goals as far as um, they're concerned I know, I keep highlighting They've got the youngest uh, defensive back four in mm-hmm. the league mm-hmm. And also that his priority is to get an experienced defender in But you need to try and, you know, you know Stem the tide before you know, still another three, four games to go before then. So, I think it's important that Johnson just hang in there till they manage to get a couple of players in January. Uh, Mark, you you watched St. Johnson at the weekend, um, and we, something we mentioned it just shows you how important recruitment is. Remember how much they they wanted Declan Gallagher and they tried yeah. to get Declan Gallagher, who came up against them for Motherwell at the weekend, and it it sort of shows what St. Johnson are lacking. I, they're, they're, they're needing a a warrior. <laughs> If that makes sense you know, Type just of guys somebody, they used to have Yeah just a, 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 What do you call it An old fashioned Centre half That is just going to know, Let the centre forward know That he's in a game And just knows how to defend the Experience Can position himself properly And can talk the, the other boys Through it as well The other thing I'd say too Although not so much Recently past couple of games I think he's pulled off A few good saves But again we're back to the point I think you know that Xander Clark Hasn't been pulling off the saves That he was pulling off last season When St John's were going well on there For that's why they've maybe Lost out in a couple of points That would make a difference But you say there How badly does Tommy Wright need a win Even just a point Gordon Just something Mm. If you go away from home tonight Yeah that's a tough fixture isn't it I think Tommy Wright would take a point All day long That would go and give them something to build on and now the Jack Ross journey it started off very well Six points Looked like it was going to be nine mm-hmm. Sucker punched against Kilmarnock at the weekend Now the long journey to Dingwall On a Wednesday night Yeah, I mean uh, it's, it's, it's always a, a testing journey in, in midweek um, Obviously I was up at the, the Ross County Celtic game But Celtic were just far too good uh, For Ross County And it's so it's hard to kind of judge them On that that level Because because you know there, there was a a whole, a whole different uh, level at Celtic played that. Um, but, you know, I, again, I look at Ross County and I still think that they're fighting hard for each other. I think Michael Garden, I know it's maybe tactically not playing, but I think he's such an important player. He gives him so much creativity in the final third. Uh, and I think he, he, he's badly missed when he doesn't play. 
So I think he'll probably come back in. But um, in terms of Jack getting up there with, with Hibernian, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any problem scoring goals. I don't think that's been the problem even when Paul Hagenbottom was there. But it's, it's keeping the back door locked. And uh, did, I, did I read somewhere recently that David Gray and Dan McGregor's back? You I think know, McGregor played again. and scored actually yeah, from the reserves the other day. Yeah. So I think maybe if McGregor get back, particularly getting back into that central defence, I think that would definitely shore him up. And then I think in January, I think Jack will, will do similar to what he done at St Mirren. I think he'll, he'll bring in three or four players to try and make sure they stay in that top six. A couple of games last night, of course, in the Championship. Air United nilled them, Fermlin won. And in the Scottish Cup third round, Morton winning up there in Brora. Brora won Morton three, a club you obviously know well, mm-hmm. Jim. And when you've drawn the home mm-hmm. tie, there's obviously the natural fear that sets in. Um, but fair play, they've avoided that because that would have been a real... A real shock. Oh well, I mean, listen, getting up, I'm sure there was there was a bit of nerves there from from everyone connected with the club, but they managed to get the job done because you get up to Bra. Actually, I took Morton up there about four or five seasons ago, three or four seasons ago, pre-season, and uh, you know it was difficult, and that was in a lovely sunny, you know, best of pitch day. So get up there, and uh, you know, you know, early December, um, you know, and and, and, and you know. Coming away with a three-one victory, a terrific result for the for, for Davy and the team, and that maybe give them a bit of confidence. Something maybe again, it's it's like a lot of teams, it's, it's consistency they're looking for on their day. They can be very good, but they, they need to find that consistency. Um, obviously, we don't give much focus uh, to the English Premier League, but I was just interested, Mark, that you were down at the weekend. You were down at the Man United Aston Villa game. Keeping yeah. it was it scouting mission for John McGinn just. Tell Stevie Clark how he's doing ahead of the big games coming up. Yeah, it was a, ter- a terrific game. Uh, enjoyed it, and um, you know, one thing I uh, certainly took um, from it when we looked at the the Aston Villa centre forward Wesley, the guy they brought in for I think just a touch over twenty million quid, and, and speaking to people down there, all the different scouts and people involved at Man United and, and Aston Villa, there is no doubt, as, as we all know, but sometimes you just need things confirmed, is that that uh, Morelos and Edward are absolutely on the radar. Of clubs down south And when I looked at The money And albeit it's just one performance Against Man United But again speaking to the To some people um, At the game If Villa are paying that kind of money For a talent such as Wesley And that's what the going rate is For that kind of standard Then for me Edward and, and Morelos are, are way ahead of that Way ahead of it Of course we're, we're going to get back Very soon to the, the big action tonight Just something that caught my eye today Jim uh, And worried me Just because that's that's the Scottish reaction mm-hmm. Is that VAR will be used In these Nations League yeah. um, Finals And it It just got me thinking Just when you think You've seen all the different types Of heartbreak For Scotland <laughs> over the years that there's, there's just a new one You've seen us being hopeless yes. which, which is fine You've seen the hard luck stories You've seen the refereeing decisions You've seen other results And groups mm-hmm. going against us I just hope we don't need to add VAR to the list. Yeah, I think we need to say to all the players, listen, get your toenails cut, you know, your fringe <laughs> cut, whatever, you know, I mean, make sure that, uh, because if there's any team going to be get done by a dotted line from the, the the armpit down, it's going to be Scotland. Shave think, your oaksters. Yeah. <laughs> think positive, it might go in our favour. Davies and Pollock. Hi, Davy. Hi, lads. How you doing? Good, thanks, Davy. Uh, just the point, that I think, uh, I think Stephen Gerrard's a wee bit predictable with his teams every week. And I think if I was Steven Gerrard, I've run teams all my life, okay, different levels. I would change my tactics and I would have Barasic and Tavner gone forward 24-7 as two wing-backs at Celtic because that's for Celtic. Uh, hold a big danger to Rangers. And I would play, I would put Edmondson in the back four. Edmondson, Goldson and Orlando in the back, two, three centre-backs. 
to cover up their strength Even at corner kicks and everything They score a lot of goals for set pieces What's your thoughts? That all sounds pretty good Davey I'm just wondering who, who misses out then Because obviously somebody needs to miss out further forward So which one of the midfielders are you well, sitting out? I'd miss out oh, Aribo Because I believe If you if you watch the games And I watch all the games Not even the Rangers games But every game I'm a Liverpool fan If you watch Aribo Aribo goes back and takes the ball off his centre half and he plays a short pass and he takes it back and then he plays a forward pass and he takes it back and then he plays it back to his centre half. To me, you've got to go forward if you're, if you're a constructive player you're supposed to be. You, you've got to open up gaps and, and you do opposition and he doesn't do that for me. I like a curveball as much as the next guy, Davey, but realistically, what are the chances that George Edmondson comes from absolutely nowhere and starts a cup final against Celtic at Hamden? Well, I, I think, uh, to be honest with you, I don't go to see Rangers on a Saturday. I go down to Liverpool and I go and watch my team. But I'm just saying, my brother's a season ticket holder and he said George Edmondson is a phenomenal player. He's phenomenal. He should be in the team every week. And to me, so should Katic. I mean, Katic's done nothing wrong. I think I heard all, all the lads that's in there, maybe not tonight, but on, on the programme, the pundits in there, were saying that he'd been the most improved player of this year. He's been unbelievable And then all of a sudden He doesn't play Where does that come from? I can't understand that at all But if somebody plays well It's called competition for places What do you think guys? Yeah I mean There's two ways of looking at it There's consistency And Rangers have been Very consistent this year So they're winning The vast majority of their games They're playing well They're playing with confidence So Why would you change it too much? And then there's The, the, the point that David made Yeah I mean Sometimes you can um, throw a different system in if you think tactically that might give you an advantage over the opposition and you know the points he made about bringing a third centre back in yeah I mean again but it's, it doesn't seem to be something that Steven Gerrard is wanting to do this year he done it a couple of times last year but I don't think he'll do it and I certainly don't think he'll do it this weekend but um, I haven't seen Edmondson enough I have to say that he I, does get good reviews yeah, though doesn't he, he from, does, from inside he Rangers from it must be said. And, and when he has come in you know but I haven't I, I personally yeah. haven't seen him, so I couldn't say that one or whether Katic comes in as a three. But certainly, uh, Tavernier and Barisic going as wing backs, yeah, because they're very good going forward, both of them. And it gives, still gives you the three in the middle of the pitch, and you could then play Kent off Morelis. So, yeah, I mean, it is certainly an option that Rangers have now, but I don't see it happening at the weekend. But again, you know, whether you change it just because, you know, there's a lot of teams listening, your own team, Davy Liverpool, play 4 3 3. And I know at times if he's if he's struggling, he puts an extra forward on. He almost goes four two four. But generally speaking, over the last couple of years, Manny, Firmino, Salah is your three, and your three centre midfield players with Fabinho sitting in, in in between the other two and a back four with Trent Alexander and, and Andy Robertson getting forward. But it's four three three, and it seems to be quite successful. So you don't always have to change it if it works. If it works, if it ain't broke, why fix it? You just wonder, Mark, if Stephen Gerrard. Has learned from the fact that he didn't try to experiment in the first Celtic game If you like, yeah. no one expected that team And it kind of backfired So I'm not sure we'll see many surprises on Sunday No, I mean I don't think you completely change your formation And put everything you work in As you say, that's brought you a lot of success um, This season, you know And, and managers like to work on things before it um, And the, the problem is with playing so many games You know, constantly Mm-hmm. You know, Saturday, Wednesday, or Thursday, Sunday, whatever it is, you're not getting really a chance to go and kind of experiment and training uh, either. But one thing I would say, Edmondson, I, I think he's a good player. And what I've heard, he's a good player. But to use the word phenomenal, if he's phenomenal, we'd be playing every week for Rangers. Good point, so Davy got, got the guys debating. Thank you for the call. What about the teaser? The last eleven players to score in an Old Firm League Cup final. You've got McGeady and O'Dea. 
Pierre van Hoedonk? No. I'm struggling to... Bert Contamin? No. Fernando Rickson? No. Frank or Ronald De Boer? No. Right, there's a safe one in here. Think about it. Over that period. Henrik Larson? Yes. That's the safe one. That's the safe one. Okay, I'll give you a clue. We're going back to 1990. That's the that's the furthest back that we're going. Okay, I'll give you some thinking time. Kickoffs are coming next. We'll go back to Petodre and Celtic Park after these. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Kickoff fast approaching. Let's get a recap from Celtic Park with Allison. As the teams come out of the tunnel here at Celtic Park, it will be Fraser Forster in goal for Celtic, a back four of Bauer, Beaton, Ayer and Taylor. Then it'll be Brown and McGregor sitting with the three of Christie, Cham and Forrest Morgan as the lone striker. On the bench, Gordon, Julian, Griffiths, Sinclair, Rogic, Johnson and Frimpong. For Hamilton Ackies, Luke Southwoods in goal, a back four of McGowan, Stubbs, Easton and McMahon. In the midfield, Collar, Gogic, Martin and Miller with Smith in behind the lone striker of Moyo. On the bench for Ackies tonight, Fawn Williams, Huntley, Oakley, Cunningham, Beck, Hamilton and Ogpo. And your referee at Celtic Park is Alan Muir. And what about Aberdeen against Rangers at Pataudry, Dave Galloway? Teams are out here as well, Gordon. Uh, Rangers make two changes, John Flanagan and Ryan Jack in for Borna Barisic and Glenn Kamara. It's Alan McGregor in goals across the back. James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Philip Hollander and John Flanagan midfield Joe Aribo Stephen Davis and Ryan Jack up front Scott Arfield Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent substitutes uh, Fodringham Defoe Ojo Halliday Kamara Katic and Stewart uh, three changes for Aberdeen Logan Taylor and Wilson in for Campbell Hedges and McGinn so it's Joe Lewis in goal Shea Logan Scott McKenna Ash Taylor and Andy Considine at the back looks like uh, a midfield five for Aberdeen James Wilson Zach Viner, John Gallagher, Lewis Ferguson, and Greg Lee. Up top, the lone striker, Sam Cosgrove. Substitutes Cherney, Devlin, Campbell, McLennan, Anderson, Hedges, and Main. And your match referee here at Pataudry Stadium, John Beaton. What a night we've got in store. How do you see that one going at Pataudry, Mark Weedy? I'm going to go for Aberdeen nil, Rangers 2. Jim Duffy? Yeah, I'm going to go for 2 1 Rangers. I think the Rangers have got, certainly with Marellis and Kent, I think, um, you know, top end of the pitch will give Aberdeen a lot of problems. And Aberdeen have went to stifle Rangers in the midfield, so it'll be interesting to see how they go with that. The last time we tried it up at Celtic, yeah. against Celtic, it didn't work. You're surprised to see that. Zach Viner and Greg Lee, not really mm. midfielders. Derek McInnes played them in midfield against Motherwell and it worked. So the following week, he tried it against Celtic mm-hmm. and they got ripped apart. But they're both in midfield tonight. I'm thinking back to that tweet we had from an unhappy. Aberdeen fan, are you surprised at that? Well, no, I think that's the Aberdeen fan thought, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to try and, to and defend it. And I think that that's exactly what it is. But I think, again, that's either maybe, maybe they're giving Rangers too much respect, I'm not sure. But um, because, you know, that that Pataudry, and I think the Aberdeen fans expect, no matter who comes there, to take the game to the opposition. That will set the tone nice and early with 15 yeah. seconds gone. Andy Conterine sticks his arm across James Tavernier's face as he tries to go down the right hand side. And we have her first free kick of the evening. What about Celtic Hamilton? Three 0 Celtic. I think it depends just on the, the desire of Celtic, but I, I would expect Celtic to win maybe four 0 uh, You don't need to give me detailed predictions of all the other games. Just a couple of thoughts. What's what's swirling around? Come in there. up to St Johnston one, St Mirren one. Oh, he's given me detailed Motherwell. predictions. 
Three and Hearts to Livingston one. You can be a lot more general, Jim, if you want. I just think Hearts and Livy could be a draw. I think Livy are, again they're, they're not winning a lot of matches, but they're not giving much away. So I, I can see that being a draw. I think uh, Ross County and Hibs again. I think that one could be a draw. Yeah, I go. I, 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 I tell you what. I think that Mum might just just um, cause a surprise and, and Nick uh, beat Motherwell. Real heavy challenge from Sam Cosgrove and Stephen Davis already yeah. as well. Possibly lucky to escape a card inside ninety seconds. Yeah. Aberdeen have set the tone. You can you can in terms of that that you know they ain't going to lie down. That they're, they're up for it as as they always are, particularly at. Petorgy, but I think Considine could easily have had a yellow card in the, in the opening 20 yeah. seconds and Cosgrove too but referee John Beaton's decided not to bring the cards I, out early I, I don't agree with that I don't care if it's the first 10 seconds or the last 10 seconds if you give away a foul that deserves a yellow yeah. card then you should get a yellow card and certainly that one for Cosgrove was a yellow card Right, what about tonight's teaser Michael Donati sent it in he says can you name the last 11 players to score in an old firm League Cup final I've since given you a bit more information that we're going back to 1990. So you've got Megidi, O'Dea and Larson. Well, the 1990 final, I remember it was Rangers 2, Celtic 1. And I know two of the goal scorers, Richard Goff and Paul Elliott. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the third one at the moment. No, well, I, I mean, uh, the only one I, I come up with earlier on, and I don't know which cup final it is, but there's, sorry, a, a fan throwing something on it. Uh, James Tavenier is, is taking a throw in a game, which is just outrageous. <laughs> So, um, was uh, Peter Lovenkrantz? Yes. So, I know he was one. Um, um, it was the other one we said, Martin. Joe Ledley for Celtic. Yep. And Steve Davis for Rangers. Good, we're getting there. You've only got three to get. Some good efforts coming in on Twitter, I must say. Colin Moffat has got one that you don't yet have. Charles Johnson, just to help you, he's gone Nacho Novo, but that's wrong. Hugh Moan, Token Jester, I've got a couple. I need your Mikey. Might just have cleaned up with the rest of them So some, some good ones coming in uh, Lock Tom says I've got a teaser for you When was the last time you mentioned Morton in a positive way? Absolutely no mention of the cup win last night That is the worst teaser I've ever heard Lock Tom Because we mentioned it about 10 minutes ago <laughs> I, but I must admit, I must admit well, To be fair I'm looking at the time Maybe it was sent just before So um, maybe just a misunderstanding Let's speak to Graham in Irvine Hi Graham. How are you doing Glory? Not too bad How are you? Jim and Rock, alright? Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. Uh, uh, the importance of Rangers getting it the night, just finishing hopefully in the same points as Celtic at the end of the night. That's not better, but a wee sticky shot, but I can't see it myself. Um, the, is, the that go- is that going to take a win then, Graham? Would you expect Celtic to win and, and therefore Rangers need to do the same? Well, I think Celtic will win quite comfortably. Possibly the goals are going to come into it at the end of the season, but I don't think that really matters. I think for Rangers, I'd take a 1 0 half the backside win the last minute. The night's not about all the night, about goals, it's about three points in it. That's what it is. And yeah. you see me to start there with a big Cosgrove, it's just going to be a battle, that's what it's going to be. And getting through unscathed, I would imagine, as well, Jim, because yeah. the start to this game's been. Quite, quite physical to say. I mean, I, I get you know, you know, you want to get in their face and stuff like that. But I mean, I mean, we're just seeing a game within four minutes. I think there's been three unnecessary fouls with Aberdeen trying to rail Rangers, really trying to put them out of rhythm and and maybe get them, you know, frustrated and, and and lose concentration and possibly discipline. But you know, they still have to get the ball. They haven't hardly the touch of the ball in the first four four or five minutes. Um, Rangers have dominated the ball But um, Yeah It's going to be competitive um, You know up at I don't think Rangers expect Any less But It's got to be within the rules 
Yeah. But I think I think it's all about winning the game. I think you're right. I think that uh, you know the performance is always you always want to keep a top level performance, but winning winning the match, getting three points is just vital. I do, I do think it's important to get into the weekend in the cup final. If you're a team that's lose points tonight and get into the cup final, it's like possibly gives you other team the upper hand. But Sunday will take care of itself, I think. So, um, are you happy enough to see the likes of you know Barisic? Is that is that just a rest for him, Graham? A rest for Kamara? Is that the way you see it? Do they two come back in on Sunday? Maybe no Kamara, but I'm happy Barisic has been rested. Mm-hmm. The one, the one that I can't get my head around is I still can't get get Hollander. I can't get how Katic has been dropped for Hollander. I just can't get my head around it at all. A lot of people say that, yeah. Jim, and, it, and then it, it's strange because statistically Rangers are not conceding many goals, so you can't argue. But no. I, I would respect anyone who watches as much as, as Graham does and looks at individual moments within games and maybe thinks there's room for improvement. Yeah, I mean, uh, Graham is like a lot of Rangers fans we've had, uh, you know, on the program, you know, saying like, you know, with the, the like Katich and they feel he was he was maybe a bit unlucky to to lose his place, but. You know, since Hollanders went in, I actually think um, you know it's been a good partnership with Goulson. And again, it's just a, it's just a choice of the manager. He's he's given the nod to Hollanders. He's, he gives him a bit of balance on the left hand side, and and he is. And that's probably the most important lad. thing, Jim. Yeah. Is the balance, isn't yeah. it? Giving and him that it, balance. Yeah, and I think maybe he just. I keep saying it's a partnership. He thinks it's a mm-hmm. better partnership individually. I think Katic is every bit as good as a defender, mm-hmm. but I think as a partnership, he seems to suit goals a little bit better. All right, Graham, thank you very much for the call. Stay in touch with us over the coming days. Let us know how you're feeling ahead of the cup final. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to take that number down, Rangers have had a corner cleared. Aberdeen managed to rack up five fouls within the first five minutes. Does that give you a bit of a clue as to the way this game might go? Rangers have started well. They're on the front foot. They've had. Mostly play in the final third Tavernier bombing forward Linking up well um, So yeah Rangers Really in control um, Of the game That said Lewis hasn't had a save To make yet But Rangers have started the game very well There are two ways of looking at it Jim Because You can't really condone Fouling It's against the rules That's the whole point You'll get a free kick given against you You might get a yellow card You might get a red card But at the same time Aberdeen were just far too passive Against Celtic yeah. Got passed off the pitch And were 4-0 down before half time So like I say I'm not saying you would encourage players To go out and, and kick opposition Of course not But it's not difficult to understand why No but they took a lot of criticism From their own supporters Derek McInnes got a fair bit of criticism as well So he's obviously wanting to make sure That that doesn't happen The one thing he, he wants for his team Is total commitment But as I said but there's, there's a line you can't cross And I think eventually What happens is The referee will book the next player Because it's just a, a combination It's not always a worst foul uh, but you know, again, you know, Rangers have said there. You just get a little bit frustrated, and they have to keep make sure that they they stick to their game plan, which is to get the ball down and pass. But we have been watching it a little bit in the background. And Aberdeen, when Rangers have the ball, everybody back behind the ball, making it very difficult to find space and also being very competitive. You can't take your eyes off Sam Cosgrove. He has committed three fouls already. He's had one against them, and he you just get the feeling he's going to be well involved. Not to forget that he. Got sent off against Rangers previously yeah. And actually it was That moment from then on Where he really kick-started his Aberdeen career And has scored a barrel load since So we'll keep an eye on him Right, what about tonight's teaser There are no other goals to tell you about yet Can you name the last 11 players to score In Old Firm League Cup Finals It goes Barry back Robson. to 1990 No, I'll just remind you of what you've got so far Richard Goff, Paul Elliott, Peter Lovencrantz 
Henrik Larsson Darren Adi Aidan McGeady Joe Ledley Steve Davis When was it? When was the last one? The most recent one? 2011 2011 2011 would have been Neil one. Lennon against Walter Smith So you've got Ledley and Davis from that game Right But who else? I'm trying to think who, who, won, who won it Did Rangers win it? Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking about it I don't think he was that I mean is it 2000 You've stumbled across a right answer You've given but me the wrong working wrong But it's year. fine I'll accept that He did it in 2003 Right so I'll get oh, right, right. So I'll get one for 1990 one There, there is one in 2011 You've still to get Alright If Rangers won it No who would be the more Typical Rangers goal scorer Back then 2011 2011 well, so I thought Chris Boyd but it's, it's Chris Boyd Kenny Miller um... In fact he came up last night Because we asked the question Alfredo Morelos Is Rangers best striker Since, oh, since who um, And a lot of people Said this guy um, Since uh, Negri No 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 He went down the road Everton He's Croatian Quickly Jelovic Jelovic Well done Yelovic, well And the, done. 19, the 1991 <laughs> He was a, a kind of winger, I think, played for Liverpool. Mark Walters. Mark Walters. Alfredo Morelos has a shot saved. No goals to tell you about in any of the other matches. Thanks to Jim and Mark. It's going to be a breathless night. We'll react to it all tomorrow in the company of Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel. Please join us. Callum Gallagher is up next. Stay right there. Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.